Hey guys, in case you missed our announcement from the last episode, we celebrated World Kindness Day with the launch of our first ever Society of Kind Humans t-shirt. Every purchase will benefit hashtag 1000BlackGirlBooks, an initiative founded by Marley Diaz. Marley is a 14-year-old student who started her campaign to collect and donate books with Black female protagonists. If you want to learn more about Marley's story, we featured her on our previous episode. You might want to check it out. We launched this campaign with Marley in mind. Our shirt is a perfect gift for yourself and for the kind humans in your life this holiday season. We are only selling this until December 2nd, so make sure to grab one. Go on our online shop at sincerelyhuman.com store. Link is in our show notes. Every year, more than 4 million people die from direct and indirect exposure to air pollution. Think about that for a second. The very thing that keeps us alive is also the one that's killing us. But as you probably know, we didn't create this podcast to scare you, or to make you feel hopeless about what's going on in the world. There's something we want you to know instead. Even with problems that seem unsolvable, there are incredible people working day and night to find solutions. These people might hear things like, that idea sounds crazy, or, uh, that'll never work. But then they keep going, because the potential impact of this crazy idea is what drives them. With compassion, and maybe a little bit of magic, they change the world. This is the story of Anirudh Sharma, co-founder and president of Gravity Labs and the chronic inventor behind Air Inc. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. I grew up in uh, Delhi, uh, one of the most uh, intensely humanly populated and polluted cities around the world. Uh, My background was building stuff, very informally speaking. I used to build and tinker with a lot of technologies and then kind of started feeling like, oh, when you build something that people can relate to, it can have a very powerful impact. They don't understand the engineering of it, but they understand what it can do to them. Anirudh is a chronic problem solver. For most of his life, he's been building technologies that have a real visible impact on people's lives. I think I tasted a little bit of success early on in life. He's talking about a smart shoe he invented, but more on that later. I got really fascinated by how technology of future can be completely invisible, like in a way that smartphones are there, computers are there. But 10 years from now, these things have to disappear. So. With that whole idea, everybody was talking about 15 years ago, wearable computing is a thing of the future. And I always just think that, why does it have to be a thing of future when it can solve a problem of now? Hold on. Let's wrap our heads around that for a second. He wants to create solutions to problems that impact many. But they have to be hidden in plain sight. Hmm, okay, all right. 
I look for this unconventional ways of mixing technology and human experience combined with solving a social problem. So it's a very unconventional way of solving it. Like in the sense, you invent something that's exciting enough for that audience to watch, and once that audience is excited, you go back to the lab, build the right team, and then build the solution in a well-engineered form that actually can go out in the real world. You see, Anirudh loves magic. In an alternate universe, he'll probably be, and we quote, undergoing an apprenticeship with a sorcerer. If you don't believe us, go to his website, anirudh.me. So it's not totally out of Anirudh's character to want to make things disappear, or the other way around. But Anirudh isn't just working on projects for tricks and illusions. He's dedicated his talents and ingenuity with the hope of helping others. One of Anirudh's early inventions is vibrating shoes that can help you literally go in the right direction. I used to walk around at the airport with that shoe and uh, eventually when I showed it to blind people, they said like, huh, this would be interesting if we can use it to find our destinations because it vibrates and tells you the direction that you need to walk in. And then I realized I'm doing a very big mistake. I was 21 at that time. I was engineering a shoe from an engineer's perspective. But then my friends who understood fashion, they said like, it looks really ugly what you're making. Because it's a shoe, it has to look and feel good. That's the first purpose. So I took a little step back and moved back to India to work on the pollution problem. And again, in that unconventional and magical way a little bit. Like, how do we do something with pollution that nobody is doing? It makes things dirty. It makes your shirts yellower, dirtier, faster. And you complain about that. But that's exactly the property that I want to use in making a new product. Use the fact that it's going to make your clothes dirtier, faster. As a fact that it can be used as a pigment. Anirudh built a prototype of a printer that would suck in candle soot and turn that black soot into ink. And this one is trying to address sustainability and the pollution problem by looking at pollution as a resource. Like, pollution is a bad thing, but if the bad thing can be utilized as a resource, it's like everybody start looking at, huh, there should be no waste because now we can monetize waste. So yes, the idea of turning pollution into usable pigment may sound silly or even crazy in the beginning. Take the light bulb, for example. It was once called an absolute ignis fatuus. In other words, a fairy tale, a sham. In Anirudh's case, this sort of crazy idea is called air ink, which is, simply put, ink created out of air pollution. Air ink is created by Gravity Labs, a company co-founded by Anirudh. Want to know who else uses air ink? Artists. Through air ink, pollutants which could have been in the lungs of millions of people or mixed into our water and land streams are now beautifully resting on murals and paintings. But then now we have been fortunate enough that the industries are adopting it. It's being looked as a tool for the fashion industry because now you can make fabrics that are carbon negative. You can say that this fabric is made by offsetting carbon footprint. So you collaborate, collaborate with people who know how to make inks better than you do. In the 2019 MIT Solve Challenge, Air Inc. was selected as one of the 32 solver teams out of 1,400 applicants from over 100 countries. If you haven't been following our recent episodes, MIT Solve is an initiative of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, which advances lasting solutions from tech entrepreneurs to address the world's most pressing problems. We want to go after the conventional black color, which is everywhere. 
whether it's in your fabrics, whether it's in your pens, whether it's in your printing, whether it's uh, molded in your plastics, and use that opportunity because black is anyway going to be used everywhere. So use this as an opportunity to sequester carbon emissions, and it's doable. Like it's already happening now because of this opportunity, a lot of pollution is coming to us from different sources, and we can upcycle it to create like you know carbon negative microphone producing process. All these things. Pollution is a massive problem. Over the last 150 years, humans have been dependent on burning fossil fuels directly or indirectly for energy. Soot is a major byproduct of the burning of those fossil fuels. Data also shows that soot annually causes almost 300,000 asthma attacks and 2 million lost workdays due to respiratory problems. Like pollution is a, such a huge problem that there is no like one solution to it. Like what we are doing is just a small part we are looking at as a resource. There is policy, of course. We all wait for governments to take those larger steps. I think it's those individual choices that we make, and slowly making people like be mindful about what how much they are spending. Like Air Inc, all bold ideas will be challenged, sometimes stripped apart. But when we know we have something to contribute. We can't let critics and naysayers discourage us. Early stages of any good idea are very challenging. Like people almost think that, oh, this is not going to work. But that's exactly what now drives me. When people say that this is not going to work, you see the excitement in them, but they're like, it's too impractical. Annie Root enjoys that process—the process of making it happen. So you whistle, and everybody comes to your garage, and then you're like, okay, let's start building this new emission capture system. That is going to make this happen, and everybody shows excitement to it. And then from that level, you stabilize the technology. Then companies start coming to you. And now I came back to the U.S. because I realized that what I was making, one of the challenge was that people in the most polluted areas were not willing to pay for it because pollution is also an economics problem. It's very interesting that the countries with the highest carbon footprint are the least polluted places as well. Because we can afford to keep our airs clean, but all the production for our needs is going to happen in developing countries, for example. So it's literally been like not too much planning and just seeing how the world is responding to what we are doing, and then going down that route. But now that things are stabilized, I want to go and take a more planned approach to this. And my next thing is to collaborate with people who understand business better than I do. Through Air Inc. Anarud is positively impacting communities and saving lives. So now is the time that we are in next two three months. You'll see us make some major announcements with collaborations because we are going to be collaborating with people who understand their fields really well. For example, designers. For example, printers. And then Airink would go into like everywhere you see black color that is being used. So in a way, we will create a demand for this. And on the other side, we'll have like army of people who will be monetizing. The waste collection process. There will be challenges in this. One challenge is people questioning us that hey, you are monetizing pollution, uh, so you are appreciating pollution. So kind of like how to build the narrative the right way, so that people don't start producing pollution just to do this. All these little things that have to come into the play. Anaru thinks we can all be change makers, and perhaps create something as magical as Air Inc. I would just say that look. Around yourself, like there are very interesting opportunities. Just if you look around closely and just think about, like, oh, this there's a problem and people are complaining about it, and that's exactly what you probably want to try. So whatever I think uh, touches your emotion inside, 
and uh, you feel personally about that thing i think you need that emotion to drive you so whatever you feel is around you which is a pain point which is where you can make a potential intervention you look into that and then go after it don't think too much that's one mistake a lot of people do you take this and then you build something around it build a narrative build a prototype and then see how people respond to it and then just keep testing and then you will probably have something that works If you want to learn more about Air Inc and the rest of Anirudh's work, check out gravikey.com. This episode was produced in partnership with MIT Solve, an initiative of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. If you want to learn more about MIT Solve, please visit solve.mit.edu. All the links are in our show notes. If you love staying updated on inspiring stories like the one you just heard, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you love what you hear, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. Also, check us out on social media and see what we're up to. We're sincerely human on Instagram and human underscore media on Twitter. That's it for today's episode. And remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.